I've had like a lot of experience making viral content and you know, it's again, it's kind of weird saying <laughs> <laughs> like, there's uh, no other way of wording it, but I guess there's it's no other so way weird, of wording it? It's such a weird phrase. <laughs> Hey guys, James Wilson-Taylor here for Roxanne with our latest video calls. Now, Swaco has just announced his upcoming new album and there's been some massive singles over the last year as well. I'm delighted to say he joins me via Zoom now. How are you, man? Yo, yo, what's good, James? You know, just living the life. Honestly, I just woke up. I don't know what time it is where you are, but I literally just crawled out of bed to get on this call. This is, so this is, to go. I'm used to this by now. This is the life we lead from the UK to the West Coast. It's always nice to see you out there at this time. I appreciate you living the rock star hours and still getting up for me. This is good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't do anything else. Nice. Rise and shine. Five or six in the morning to 10 in the morning sleep schedule. That's great. I love it. <laughs> It's the way to do oh, yeah, it. I was, filming, I was filming a TikTok last night, another in the studio video. Oh, nice. Okay, there you go then. Yeah, I mean, we'll definitely come on to your TikTok stuff because I've been interested to see the way you've been working that, man. But I want to start, I guess, with, um, with I guess, what kind of brought you to a lot of wider attention, which is the single Paralyzed, because that's certainly, you know, it seems to have opened up to a wider audience in a bigger way with that track, and it's a great song, which I really enjoyed. Tell me a little bit about where that one came from in particular and, uh, and I guess, kind of the writing process around it as well sonically that song and really you know all the songs that are going to be on my album so the album's called it's home while it lasts it drops march 4th not sure when this is going to air but this will uh, be drop... airing monday but don't you worry we'll get that album plugging in there straight away okay cool let's go <laughs> um so pretty much yeah the sonically the process of that song paralyzed and every song on the album was really me wanting to kind of combine all the sounds and all the the styles uh that i grew up listening to and that i am as an artist so you know there's there's the rap kind of influences in the, in, in the verses and in the in the language there's the obviously it's an alternative track it's kind of like you know almost like taking back sunday vibes uh and so i just wanted to kind of you know just combine everything there's like crazy synths and like crazy cinematic moments um and yeah i just wanted to make this sound that was everything that i've been or everything that i liked and combine it into one and not have it be oh this is a rap song oh this is a rock song oh this is a synth hyper pop song you feel what i'm saying yeah and then writing wise on paralyzed specifically i had i was in the middle of kind of the tail end of this really really toxic relationship that i was in and i was it was maybe a week or two before i had like decided to get sober. So I was still just in the middle of, you know, heavy drinking. I'll just leave it. I'll just leave it at that, but just a lot. And there was kind of this disconnect in my brain that I knew everything that I was doing, you know, was bad for me. Like logically I knew everything I'm doing is fucking terrible for me, but in my emotions, you know, I just keep wanting more and I keep going. And it kind of got, I was stuck in this place knowing that I was fucking up, but just doing it anyways. And that's why the song, uh, You Got Me Paralyzed, I'm Stuck. Damn. I mean, in a nutshell, it's, it's more, it's more in the song, but like, that's kind of in a nutshell what it's about. 
No, it's no, it's good to see, man. I'm like, I'm glad you touched on those influences because it is a really, really nice mix in there. I like that it's it's really, really well blended. You can totally tell that you're playing with lots of different styles, but it does fit really, really well. To it doesn't, nothing feels out of place there. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 really nice how you've kind of put that together a bit. And um, I want to kind of mention, we'll mention a fair few of your collaborators through here, but I, I do want to mention Feldy, who uh, who I know has been a big supporter of you because he's mm -hmm. such a like. He, what what I always say whenever I speak to someone who's worked with him, what's always struck me about him is that it's more than just a collaboration. He really kind of likes to mentor new artists. He likes to set you on a right path. What's your kind of working experience been like with him? Dude, Feldman's the man. He's like a, honestly, working with him, he's like a machine. Like, in the best way, not in a bad way, in the, like the best way. Because you'll go in the studio with him and... I've heard so many people say this. It's the infamous Feldman routine. What he does, he'll go in the studio and, you know, we'll be talking about life or whatever. And then he'll grab his guitar and then he'll go, all right, uh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And then he'll go to the bathroom. I don't know who the fuck knows where he actually goes, but five minutes later, he'll come back and he'll have like an entire song written just on his guitar based on what we were just talking about. Uh, and in like five minutes and he'll just do this like all the time. It just comes to him and he just goes. It's crazy working with him how fast he can work. It's almost like how a lot of rappers are kind of just go on the mic and freestyle. You know, like yeah. he almost does the same thing, but somehow with full songs, like with the, with the structure and everything. And, you know, as a, he actually did right at the beginning, kind of put me on game with a lot of stuff. Like, cause I was, you know, he's been around for a while. He's done such big stuff. I was kind of, I would kind of just ask him questions about, you know, how he saw different people work and, you know, how to kind of navigate the industry and stuff. I mean, boring stuff to probably talk about on a podcast, nothing exciting, but kind of just, you know, the everyday stuff in the industry, which is, it, it's good to have that voice that's been around for a while, kind of teaching you that kind of stuff, because you don't learn it unless you go through it or someone tells you. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that is what I'm saying, where it comes in with his kind of, he, he is a bit of a guiding light for younger artists. He just really enjoys helping you make the most out of your career. That's the way I've always seen it anyway. It's certainly from having spoken to him, that seems to be the way it comes across. And similarly with his uh, main collaborator, I would say, and uh, the hardest working man in music, Travis Barker, who just <laughs> similarly seems to like really, really enjoy that idea of let's find the best work that we can do to bring out and make it your own kind of voice that way. Obviously you collaborated on SOS a while back and that was just, you know, what a successful kind of moment that is for you um again i think just tell me a little bit about your experience working with travis because like i say it seems like it's tailored to each of his collaborators in a really personal way yeah well i mean so like uh travis pretty much right around when fast blew up uh he followed me on instagram and i, I yeah i kind of like was like oh shit like wow this is great like it was kind of a cool moment and then we were kind of you know just talking back and forth and uh, I had sent him SOS. The song was already done and he like really fucked with it. And then he put, uh, we sent him like the stems and he put his drums on it. And it wasn't, it was pretty much as simple as that. And then, uh, yeah, we really liked it. We decided to put it out. You know, he's a real cool guy, real humble. Uh, I like working with him. Yeah, no, I'm glad to see that, man. It's nice seeing how those collaborations kind of come together really naturally like that. And, uh, you know, the other kind of central thing that's that's been happening with you, you know, we mentioned up top there, you've just been filming some TikToks and stuff. Um, I, I'm, I'm always really intrigued to see how people use TikTok in particular, I guess, because it's such a music-led platform in individual ways, because 
you can point to anyone's success on there and they've come about it from a completely different direction, particularly in the alt space, I think. Um, tell me a little bit about, I mean, what what is your approach for it, man? Why do you think that some of your tracks have had that, like specifically on TikTok have really worked for that area? If you never see me on TikTok or for any listener or whatever that has never seen me on TikTok. So the, the driving force for a lot of my music has been like my own videos and my own skits and my own snippets and whatnot for the songs. And I think that's really because, so a little bit of background on myself, I started going viral in 2018, making beats out of weird sounds, like beats out of a condom, beats out of girls twerking on a keyboard, right? <laughs> uh, and that was really like my first buzz ever in music. I've been making music my whole life, but it wasn't even really the songs that blew up first. It was me kind of doing my viral antics. And so, it's funny to think about 2018 that was four years ago wild and so i've had like a lot of experience making viral content and you know it's again it's kind of weird saying <laughs> <laughs> like there's uh, no other way of wording it but i guess there's it's no so other way weird, of wording it? it such a weird phrase <laughs> yeah um and you know, so obviously it's 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 crafting the videos the right way and, and telling a story, really. That's what it really is. Telling the story with the videos, capturing the the viewer for whatever reason and getting getting them to listen to the story and telling the story. And that's kind of what I wanted to do with my music too. It's kind of goes hand in hand because the 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 content piece will tell the story and then the audio, the song will finish it or will continue that story. And that's why it connects at least i feel like because you know the only thing i ever really wanted to do with music was help people right and it's just a delivery mechanism for people to get that song or that that feeling so that they can feel something does that make any sense that does make sense that does make sense man no no no, absolutely i like the idea of telling stories and kind of capturing moments in a big way as well because again with this kind of one of the more recent things you put out of course is loser which again has had this really really lovely reaction and i think part of that is you know relatable lyrics and relatable situations put to you know obviously beats is everyone's going to enjoy but like that's that's what's really grabbing people's attention i think in a lot of ways um tell me a little bit i guess about again about writing process i suppose about that particular track that again seems to have really really struck a chord with your audience in a good way again it was kind of the same deal sonically like we just wanted to kind of combine everything um but then lyrically on that song i remember yeah, we were in the studio with uh, Feldman, me, Feldman, and Lil Aaron. Uh, and then, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't the coolest kid growing up. Right? I don't know. It may be hard to imagine. I don't know. I still, I still feel like the weird kid, right? Uh, and, you know, I didn't really feel like anyone understood me. I mean, it's kind of cliche to say, but it was the truth, right? And one of the only ways I was able to relate to anything or find, you know, solace was through music. And well, specifically on this song, what I wanted to channel was the feeling when I was like really, really super young and hearing something like Mike Hems, I'm not okay. Right. Right. Cause I didn't, I didn't relate to a lot of people. I didn't understand a lot of things, but that for some reason I was able to relate to it was simple as I'm not okay mind-blowing me 
oh, I'm like, you can't, oh, I'm not okay too, right? <laughs> no, sure. Yeah. And yeah, so that, the other thing kind of when I, when I was younger, I didn't really understand my own feelings, right? And through me writing, I was able to kind of figure out how I was feeling because I could look at the page and I could go, oh, you know, this is how I'm feeling. So again, kind of culminating all that, I wanted to capture that feeling of when I was, when I was younger. You know, uh, if I had a death note, I would write my name on every page. It's kind of just all throwback stuff. The song that I would write when I was 14 or 15 years old. That's kind of what I wanted to do. Yeah, good attitude. It's funny, isn't it? It's, it's Sometimes it's those simple statements and blanket statements that then can get into the kind of deeper stuff with that. I'm not okay, lose. Like all these kind of big statements like that is what, what kind of opens it up for a wider audience, I guess, in those in those kind of feelings. And again, yeah. with the, I mean, you mentioned it already, but with the album title, that's that's like clearly another big statement that definitely kind of a, kind of marks a lot of questions about what you mean meaning by that. I, I always like to ask people about album titles because I'm fascinated as to why you'd pick a certain phrase to sum up a collection. This is a big statement. It was fun while it lasted. Why are you going with that? So pretty much, yeah. So album name, it was fun while it lasted. And pretty much why we chose that is for the last couple of years, really ever since my music kind of, or the, my career or whatever, started kind of you know picking up steam it's been there's been a lot of drama there's been a lot of drama with kind of a lot of the friends that i came up with and the, and the people that i came up with there's been big fallings out uh you know i i did become for sure an alcoholic i'm sober now been sober like six or seven months i, I stopped counting which is a good thing That's it's good. a good thing to stop counting uh you know i was in several really really bad like really toxic relationships and kind of just descending into madness and uncertainty about everything that was going on in my life and for one reason or another I was able to you know I still don't really know what's going on but I was able to kind of get through that rough spot into what seems like oh you know things are maybe not going as bad anymore right so it was the end of one chapter and then the beginning of another and what this album was because it's i've been the writing process has been the first song we made on this that would be on this album was sos which is made like almost two years ago wow yeah so it's been a long time like working on this and through that whole kind of journey of what i just said of my, of my life has been the writing process of this album through the, you know through the ups and the downs and now it feels again like kind of I'm almost on the other side. What and again, there's something in front of me, but whatever the hell happened is behind me. It was fun while it lasted, right. and it's looking at all these things and it's not regretting them. It's not looking down on them, the, both the good and the bad, because that's just it is what it is. You get what I'm saying? It was fun while it lasted. Yeah, it's reflection rather than regret. It's reflecting and looking exactly. back and learning, right? man exactly so interesting man i'm looking forward to hearing the rest of this record when it arrives and and on that note i know you won't want to give away too much we know obviously the singles are on there and stuff we've seen little gaps in the track list in here and there what can you tell me about the rest of the record i mean are there any more guests or any more people you've been working with that, uh we haven't heard yet anything like that uh there's no more features okay that's interesting but so in terms of the writing stuff is the rest of it are there more co-writes on there or is this really you kind of leading the pack for the rest of this um yeah i mean it's 
it's pretty much i think the rest of it is is uh stuff i made with um my two executive producers colin Britton, and uh dwilly and they're really the ones like kind of that i built this sound with you know the, it's kind of like the it's kind of again all in one kind of futuristic leaning with all like the synths and the crazy like hyper production and, and mixing uh, you can if you like what you've heard you're gonna like what the, you're gonna like the rest of it that's always a good sign that's always a strong sign man right yeah send it out from the gate that's very very strong um one more thing i do absolutely have to ask you out in terms of uh in terms of collabs and stuff it's a little bit while back now but um, you got to talk Papa Roach to me, man, because that's got to have been such a cool moment. And the fever on yeah. there as well. Jason's such a good dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's got to have felt like a kind of dream scenario, right? These, these are legends in the game right there. Yeah, no, it, it was sick. It was super sick. I, I remember, yeah, going, because I'm trying to remember the first time. Yeah, I think the first time I met Jacoby was on the music video shoot. Wow. Yeah, like, because uh, it, it kind of just happened, you, you know, like sending stuff back and forth. And, you know, we'd be talking and stuff. But I remember that was that was like a crazy moment because, you know, again, it was Papa Roach, like everyone knows who the fuck Papa Roach is like. And talk about like someone that really was a like a mentor or like has helped me out a lot it is is Jacoby for sure. He's the first kind of person that's really been through all all of this the all everything that has been able to kind of i can really use as a bouncing board and has been really trying to help me out with a lot of stuff and i really like appreciate that he's been amazing uh, it's crazy good. yeah 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 he is such a good dude as well that's really really nice to hear that he's supporting artists like that in his features um i'll leave you with this man you know i i obviously live shows are what they are at the minute but we're we're hopeful that despite many cancellations all over the place with various artists things do seem to be coming back and we're kind of hopeful i think particularly by the summer i'm really hopeful that things might be kind of a lot more back to normal particularly over here on this side of the atlantic um so i mean in terms of what are your kind of live plans for the rest of the year a few kind of dates in the calendar and stuff and how do you feel about putting this this record that's coming up actually onto the live stage uh, so actually i'm going on my first tour ever starting next week Beautiful. with uh, oliver tree it's a u.s tour yeah, yeah. unfortunately no 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 uk dates unfortunately <laughs> but uh yeah i am it's gonna go from february all the way until uh, right at the beginning of april like the last date is like the very last day of march um and then right now i know my booking agents are setting stuff up for like like european festivals and stuff in the summer i don't think i can uh say which ones that's as good or, enough as a I hint don't, i don't that's know a if good it's, it's, yeah <laughs> um and then we're putting together like the the like my own like headline tour for the fall right and i'm just i'm just excited to really get out there because you know most of my stuff blew up like during quarantine right during a time where you couldn't like go and yeah. play stuff and it's crazy to me that again this is you know my first tour i've done i've done shows and stuff i grew up yeah. like in like like underground bands and like hardcore bands and we do like local la shows all the time i'm from la right but this is my first like official tour and you know i'm going out with oliver tree these are some big rooms yeah 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 well these are some big like and it's crazy to me like this is the first like big thing it's like skipping a whole bunch of 
it's like jumping right into the big leagues. Yeah. Which is it's a little it's a little nerve wracking, but I'm excited. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that is that is an interesting thing actually, because like loads of the bands I've spoken to over the last year who've um you know maybe they've had like a long time on the touring circuit and stuff but they've still had that moment if they've released an album during 2020 or even last year it's weird to them that like it's been out for months and months and months and months and then they're getting in front of a crowd and seeing that reaction for you it's got to be even bigger the fact that you know you've had these big breakthrough moments like you say when you weren't able to get in front of people because of the nature of the world at that time it's yeah gonna, it's gonna be really kind of cool to see when you pay you know when you play things like paralyzed to see what that crowd reaction is right yeah no I, i'm definitely i'm definitely excited i definitely want to see all that i want to see ah, i'm just ready man i'm excited Man, glad to see you hype for it, dude. No, absolutely. Well, congratulations on everything you're doing, man. Congrats on the success. We look forward to seeing you in the UK whenever that may be. Um, but in the meantime, you know, enjoy this tour and, uh, and look after yourself out there, all right? Appreciate you, James. Yeah, I'm hyped to come to the UK and rip it. Absolutely, man. We'll be right there with you. All right, swaggo, everybody.